Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. So do you use the wireless headset when you're doing this? Or? No, no. I didn't think so. Yeah, I just didn't see a wire. Uh, it's because it runs down my black shirt. Ah, across in. the blinks. Across the blink 182s. God damn it. What are you doing? Nobody can see I'm it, but they can hear you. I'm going to have to cut this part out. <laughs> Every week. <clears throat> I got to get it in where I fit it in. Yeah, I see you're going to the Blink 182s a second time. Yeah, yeah, we going again in June for your so, birthday, right? Get, yeah, yeah, it's from it's for my birthday. So yeah, <laughs> Orlando's turning, Orlando's way closer than Tennessee. So yeah, but it's it's also Orlando. Yeah, that's true. I went ahead and paid for parking after the mess in fucking Tennessee. What are they? Because I haven't gone to a concert or an event in Orlando in a long time at this point. What are they getting for parking at the Amway? Oh, like twenty five bucks. It's actually fairly affordable considering what parking costs in other cities. A parking pass for Nashville was like seventy five dollars. Jesus. Yeah, and that was part of the reason I didn't buy it. But I also wasn't sure how drunk I would or wouldn't be. So I was Got like, well, Uber. I don't, I don't. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just fucking take a lift. What you know to dinner and then to the concert and then we'll just get a lift home and that was a fucking nightmare but oh, also I bet when there's a billion people ugh, in the area for the concert God damn it you know and and i had like four four lifts fucking like cancel on me but the oh, thing no. but the thing that pisses me off is i can see once they accept the ride i can see where the fuck they're at <laughs> and they and can like, see where you're at yeah and and like it's just like what the fuck how are you how are you not getting here like i I know the roads to get here. Same fucking cabs and shit are coming down them. But I also worked in the cab industry long enough that I wasn't getting into one of those fucking shifty cabs that was just like riding around with their door open trying to get people to get in because that's <laughs> how you get fucked and spend $100 to go two miles. And it's a it's a piece of paper with a handwritten note, IR cabbie. <laughs> yeah, basically. So I fucking, you know, so I'm like, I can't just get in a random cab and get the fuck out of here sooner. I got to wait on this fucking lift. Yeah, I feel like sometimes the, those drivers get screwed uh, because they get paid on the distance and you're mm-hmm. going two miles, but yep. it takes 45 minutes because of traffic well, and you're like, oh, here's your $6. Thanks. Yeah, and it's it's partly that, but also like if you're sitting in traffic, most most meters run wait time. Like they're getting paid while you're sitting there. It's not just distance. When So when, when the we, cab is stopped, the meter's still running. On a cab or yeah. on a Lyft slash on a, on a cab. Well? On a standard right. cab, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, going to get their money, but that's why that's where the surge pricing comes in, because that's why it's more expensive. So they're not getting six dollars at the end of the Blink concert; they're getting but, fucking sixteen dollars or you know whatever it may right. be. I think, I but paid, is the, does that apply in every market? I thought that was yeah, yeah. certain markets. No, every market, different times, peak time. They figure out when the oh. peak times are in in every market and adjust pricing accordingly. They track so, all your cell phones. Yeah, absolutely. That's why they give you. That's why you give all your info to them. 
Yes, I give you permission to monitor all of my things. Yes, I give you permission to see everything I do, everywhere I go, and serve me up ads based on those things. I hate it. I hate it. I read something. Jen and I were talking about this earlier, but I read something on Reddit, and it was like a... It was basically like how everything has become a service. Mm -hmm. And it started with like music. And it's, it's a weird situation for me to try to argue because I'm okay with getting the music the way we do. I was never the guy that wanted 17 songs from the same artist. You know, I want the two or three good songs off that album, two or three off that one, whatever. Being able to make my own playlist, not having to buy a whole fucking album, you know, that's better for me. But like... Everything comes as a fuck. Everything is just a service and everything's just a fucking subscription now. Everything costs a little bit. God damn it. I hate it so much. Like you we don't were, own anything anymore. I was actually just talking to Maddie Cakes about the, the Smash Brothers game mm-hmm. on the Nintendo Switch and how way back in cartridge-based gaming days, you unlocked extra characters. They were already in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> but now everything is a subscription service mm-hmm. oh you want the new expansion it's thirty dollars you get four characters and a couple extra outfits and they yeah. do that to you every quarter and it's mm-hmm. like come on dude like yep. i'm just over it i'm i'm over having to watch commercials on youtube yeah. videos oh yeah on youtube is fucking i don't know if you've read the the latest uh bullshittery from them but they're starting to crack down on people using ad blockers yeah they, if you have an ad blocker active so, you can't watch the tv yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, yeah. Yeah. I know that I'm old and I'm griping about it oh, and yeah. yelling at clouds or whatever. I just, it it feels excessive when I'm watching a 10-minute video and I get five 30-second commercial breaks. Yep. Like, it, absolutely not. I, yeah. I don't want to watch it anymore. No. Jen and I, I tried to watch Halloween and it, we were watching it on demand on Sling, which is a fucking service that we pay for. And the last 20 minutes of the movie, and I came, she would have already been watching it, but like I came in towards the last like 20 or 30 minutes of the movie. Right. Every fucking five minutes, it was a minute long commercial break. And Absolutely. Like the, fucking, not. the last 20 minutes of the movie took us fucking 35 minutes to watch. We, we had that peak experience where there were no ads. Yeah. And now they're coming back. Like we, we landed at the same time frame. the people who showed up when cable first started mm-hmm. and there were no advertisements, advertisements were for broadcast yeah. TV and it's happening to us. Cause like God Netflix is talking about having advertisements. If you don't pay an increased price, which they just bumped their monthly reoccurring price up. Man. Um, if you go watch anything on Showtime or, or, uh, HBO max, mm-hmm. As soon as you start the program, you have yep. like three minutes of commercials for additional Showtime or HBO Max programming. Yeah. At but, least with that, they don't shut the shit off in the middle and make you do it right. again. I'd rather watch, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm less bothered by having to watch a minute or two or three minutes of commercials on HBO Max at the beginning of every episode than I am. fast forward. Yeah. I don't know. I I noticed it too with content generators on YouTube or whatnot. As they're picking up sponsorships and commercials, mm-hmm. they do a commercial during their video, but the commercial gets interrupted by a YouTube ad. Yeah, and I'm like, this is absolutely fucking unacceptable. Well, and, and you would think, based on all the data that they have on us and all the info that we willingly or unknowingly slash unwillingly share with <laughs> them, that they'd be able to serve me up better ads. Like the fucking ads literally it's, it's like a, like, don't show me an ad with Dr. Drew in it. 
you should know that I'm not going to fucking want to watch that. How come I keep getting ads for like horse porn? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, haven't even looked at horse porn. I haven't even looked at that today. So no, yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. I understand the claim is they're trying to make sure they get you the products that pertain to you instead of things that don't pertain to you. But leave me the fuck alone. Absolutely. It, I, I know there's new smart TVs and stuff that they don't work unless they're connected to the internet. Yeah. So if you buy a new big screen TV or whatever it is for $12 at Walmart on Black Friday, mm-hmm. it has to be connected to the yeah. internet and it is actively listening and the TV will put advertisements on while you're doing things. And I just, I'm, I will stop watching television. Yeah. I'll fucking, I will just buy old TVs. We will have to go back to he who has the most DVDs wins because they don't put advertisements in my fucking DVDs. That that they do not. So. Not yet. Yeah, not, not just, yet. That's the one thing, and and I think for us, for as far as like playing Grand Theft Auto, I think that's the one thing that I'm thankful for is that Grand Theft Auto doesn't force like expansion packs on you that cost money. Yeah, but also you, when it's been fucking 35 years since you released, you know, the game last that everybody's still being forced to play because it's the most recent version. You can't really charge them for fucking. Well, <laughs> they're giving they you the ex- new game, right? They're giving you the expansion, quote unquote, for free. Yeah, but they still have a huge amount of microtransactions. Oh, yeah, because people are buying shark cards yeah. or merchandise or all kinds of other crap. Yeah. yeah. So, right. and then paying to be part of Rockstar or PlayStation Network and yeah. everything. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all a fucking subscription. My whole life is a subscription. I hate it. I want South Park did out. a great episode about it. <laughs> Does she know she's an ad? <laughs> I saw a clip and maybe it was the same episode of South Park where Kyle was asking the kid, I don't remember the character, but he was like, he was like, oh, Wendy... Wendy said, wants me to start responding to text messages like you respond to your girl. How do you do it? And he talked like starts going through and oh, showing how he uses AI, AI to, to respond to all the messages. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a that's a much later episode. Yeah. This this was like a parallel to the movie Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Nope. Nope. It's even a good heard movie. It. Oh. It's uh without getting too nerdy on it, it. It's a really good movie. There's only like three or four actors in it and they really the special effects for being a quote unquote low budget non Hollywood blockbuster movie mm-hmm. rival anything you see in in you know hundred million dollar movies. Yeah, and it it's a really neat concept. It's a the guy's trying to generate AI and is it self aware and and stuff like that. But mm. it's a good movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're making fun of that. The ad has become self aware that it is an ad, <laughs> and the only funny. one who can pick out ads is Jimmy. <laughs> so he's like, that's an ad. That's not, that's an ad. That's an ad. And they're like, so they introduce her to this little girl and he's talking to her. He goes, he comes out of the room. He's like, does she know that she's an ad? <laughs> that's funny. Oh, fuck. So they do some. On? Oh, sorry. I just, I, I really appreciate that, that South Park does what they do as far as, Damn. you know, everyday satire. Without giving and fuck. Yeah, they they're willing to rip on everybody. Yeah. Like they've got to be tired of doing the show at this point, man. It's I been on to, for yeah. twenty plus years. So, I know that that's one of the things with Family Guy and and uh, who's that Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, I want to. He's like, I'll keep making the show because they keep paying me to make the show. He's like, I want to move on. I want to do other things, have other projects. Yeah. Although most of his other projects flop or are ripoffs of Family Guy with different characters. 
Yeah, I mean, because so, he had that, that Star Trek sitcom thing that <laughs> it's I mean, actually it was pretty okay. good. It was, yeah, it was it was it was fairly good, but it did not do well. No, it so it didn't. But he also has like a Christmas album where he <laughs> sings like uh, piano bar music. Jesus Christ! But he's a pretty smart guy. Ugh, so, so last night was uh, Halloween. Yeah, I heard you had a quite the the haunted house. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did all right. I think. I think we went through like twenty or twenty five pounds of candy. Like, there how was... much did you give out? You son of a bitch! <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. Um. Yeah. No. We. Uh. It was. It was a pretty good night. You know. We. Uh. I. A couple things. I didn't see for Barbie being one of the biggest movies of the year. I didn't see any Barbie costumes. Not a single really? one. Also, for... And I don't know if it's the area, the year, what, what caused it, but there were not a lot of scantily clad women trick-or-treating this year. Like, there's normally, you know, the the right. sexy version of any costume you can think of. <laughs> yeah. And there were not a lot of those this year, which I Jen and I both thought was kind of weird that it was like, you know... There's no scantily clad women. But normally you see those scantily clad women in their sexy costumes, <clears throat> not necessarily trick-or-treating. They're out at Halloween parties, right? Bullshit, sir. Oh, so like Oh, moms? yeah. I've, I've had some wild moms walk up to get candy from us in years past. And, and not just here, but even like at previous houses in Orlando and, you know, like it was always, you know. Oh, I don't know. I, maybe I, I don't know if it's maybe the kids in our neighborhood are aged out of trick or treating or very young. We don't have a lot of like early high. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like it's a uh, you know. So maybe the, the some of the moms aren't going out. You know, and the other ones that are young are a little bit more. Res- I don't know what it is. I'm just. Hmm. It was just an observation that I had that like there weren't a lot of scantily when we clad. Were, we were at a bar. <laughs> We were at a bar Sunday uh, in in Richmond, Virginia, and there were definitely these scantily clad versions of certain costumes all over the place, yeah. and they appeared to be lost. There was clearly no trick-or-treating in the downtown area where we were, so it was a bar hopping thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny watching uh, young women whose butts were hanging out of their clothes go down the playground slides, <laughs> and we're like, that's not going to feel... Yep. <laughs> The, and then hearing the scream, it's like we knew that was coming. Yeah. But then having no, to we, explain the red rashes on the back of their thighs. Yeah, but I mean, I only saw three kids in costume this year, and that was at at Adam's wedding. The mm-hmm. some of the people who brought their children, the kids dressed up and trick or treated from room to room at the bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them was in a Barbie costume. Oh, okay. The other one was in a Minecraft, and I can't remember what the third one was in. Yeah. Well. You know, so 30, 33% of my Halloween experience with, with the churin were Barbie costumes. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't recall seeing one at all. Hmm. Uh, I, I thought for sure it would end up being a lot more popular with the adults. The yeah, Barbies and Kens at like bars and stuff. Maybe. Yeah, and Barbie, Barbie was the number one movie of the year. So I just wanted to make sure that was still accurate. Is it really? It, yeah. Was it like a billion and a half total? Uh, I think so. Hang on. Movie. I mean, that's like Avatar and Marvel movie money, and we still haven't watched it. Domestic box office, 2023. Barbie. Uh, gross is $635 million. And that's domestic only? Domestic only. 
Super Mario was second at 574 million. There were a lot of Mario Luigi combos. Okay. I did see I did see a good amount of Mario Luigi's. And that probably did really well overseas. Spider-Man was 3 at 381 million. I did see a good amount of Spider Spider-Man and then <laughs> um Four is Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't I don't remember seeing a lot of that. Five is Oppenheimer. And I didn't see a lot of Oppenheimers. No, I mean not a whole people a whole bunch of people run around as nuclear explosions or Florence sure. Pugh naked. At least, you know. Although coming in at number ten was the sound of freedom. I didn't see any of those either. Uh, <laughs> I'm going out today as a sexy, scantily clad nuclear bomb. <laughs> Behold uh. my atoms. Oh lordy, yeah. No, so Halloween was good. You know, we uh, I I spent fucking. We took today off and we ran. We hit Spirit because they have the half off everything in the store sale the day after. They um, don't want to move it to the next abandoned. Yeah, building. they don't want to put it in one of the thirty-seven pods that were dropped strategically in the parking lot in front of the stores we went to. <laughs> no, those aren't ours. Yeah, um, but I I the normally we go to get. There are some decorations they have that are in the normal fifty to hundred dollar range that are like really cool, but I'm not spending fifty to a hundred dollars on them if that's the normal price. Right, you're not buying a bunch of giant skeletons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but I one of the things they had they had the um, Leatherface animatronic. He's oh, got like okay. a chainsaw that has like the chainsaw noise and like the fucking blade thing spins and he dances around or not dances, but like, moves like around the with chainsaw it. over his head. Yeah. Um, but it's like $350 and I just wasn't willing to spend $350 on it. And I didn't assume they'd have one when we got to spirit today. And they had one as we walked in the door and I fucking almost immediately just picked it up and walked it to the register and said, I'll be back for this in about 10 minutes. What did it end <laughs> up costing? It was like 175. Okay, half price. Which isn't, yeah, it was it was half off, which wasn't bad. Um, you know, how but, big is it? Six foot. Okay, so it's a yeah, it's a life size, actual size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not so small. When, when you sent the picture to me, I I thought that was just like a twelve dollar costume, and I was like, God, oh, that looks so no, bad. No, no, no. It's it was like I mean that was just, I pulled the box far enough out of the truck to like get a picture of it because I oh, forgot okay. to take one with it sitting in the store. But yeah, no, it's That's like funny. six point one or two feet tall. And man, I'll trade you for a Jack Skellington. <laughs> You come out a hundred dollars ahead. I wish I liked Jack Skellington enough. I'd do that. Eh, Ashley made the comment. She's like, "The money's already spent. We'll just set it up whenever. Who cares?" Yeah. I was like, "All right." It's like Can everything I have in the garage. Just get into a fight with your neighbor and then point it towards his house. Yeah. So. Put it out by the church. Yeah, that too. Put it in the goat pen. <laughs> um, but it, and then I spent like two hours this afternoon taking down what's taken me the last fucking like month to get fully set up. <laughs> Did so, you realize you don't have enough storage space and you need a pod? Actually, we fit. We got the we got about ninety percent of it put up. I left the big skeleton, the twelve foot skeleton. He's still up. I'll leave him up there Christmas. Um, we're gonna order. I'm gonna build a Starbucks cup uh, out oh, of boy. cardboard or foam or something to hold in his hand. You can't put a ton of weight in his hand because it, you know, it'll it won't support it. But well, he ain't got no muscles. That's true. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Um, and then I was, we're thinking about ordering a couple of ugly Christmas sweaters, okay. like funny ones to put on him, you know, and, and then I'll do some something ugly different Christmas at Christmas. Tarps. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. we'll keep them up till the end of the year and shit like that. But I, everything else fits in one of the spare bedroom closets. Wow. 
I'm I'm impressed. So, oh well, and a lot of it breaks down. Like it looks big, like the but the skeletons fold up, you know, into smaller, <laughs> Every, more manageable. Everywhere there's a joint. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, you know, and like a lot of our like the the clown that I bought, it is loose clothing wrapped around a pole effectively. So you just wrap the clothing up a little bit tight and, you know, we stuff it with paper and shit to get it to fill out a little bit. But what kind of candy did you give out? Uh, mostly the good stuff, not like full bars, but like all the M&Ms and, you know, the name brand stuff, Kit Kats. I, I bought the variety packs of like Mars stuff and had some just show up with a 50 pound bag of uh, Reese's <clears throat> Cup minis because that's yeah. what everyone wants. anyway. Well, so at the end of the night and I didn't I, my dad had brought two bags of Tootsie Rolls that were 275 Tootsie Rolls each dad, in the no. bag. Nobody yeah. wants those anymore. No, nobody does. This is um, not the Great Depression. But towards the end of the night when we were running out of candy, I was like, oh, fuck, we got the Tootsie Rolls. And I didn't realize that he just said Tootsie Rolls. I didn't realize it was, you know, 550 <laughs> individual Tootsie Rolls. Right. So the last 20 or 30 kids just got handfuls of Tootsie Rolls. And, like, I'm just apologizing as I drop them in their bucket. I'm like, I'm sorry you guys got here late. We're out of the good stuff. <laughs> they go in the fridge and then they go in the slingshot. Yeah, and they go into the trash. Isn't there some off-brand Tootsie Roll that had, like, all kinds of different flavors and different color Tootsie wrappers? Roll makes a bunch of different flavors. Oh, is that what it but is? Yeah, the, the brand, they actually make a bunch of different flavors. I don't hate Tootsie Rolls. Like, I don't think they belong in the trash. But I, I don't think, think they belong treat, in your mouth. I think they're a treat that needs to be limited, you know, and not... Like, I'm not rushing to the store to get a Tootsie Roll, you know? It's no. not like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. But like, you know, somebody has a Tootsie Roll, like if I'm standing in like a waiting room and they've got a Tootsie Roll, I'm going to take one and pop that bitch in my mouth. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed if to it's it. A, if it's a fidget spinner, yeah. it's yours. Yeah. I, I'm not big on sweets anyway, but uh, I'm not really, not really hankering for a Tootsie yeah. Roll. I've never been like, oh my God, I need a fucking Tootsie Roll right now. We did. Like, however, that would change my whole attitude. If you, somebody gave me a Tootsie Roll right now, I'd fucking, it would change my entire mood. Would it? No. God, no. no. Oh, you were saying, okay, got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we stopped at a candy store when we were on vacation, and I mm -hmm. sent you guys pictures yeah. of, like, all the runts and yeah. stuff. And uh, they had high chews there, which are, like, the Japanese yeah. chewy candy, but they're not overly sweet. And for some somehow they work witchcraft to where the candy tastes juicy. Like, it gives you that familiar feeling I've, of actually eating the fruit. I've not ventured into a lot of their flavors. The few high chews I've had, I did not like the flavor of, but no. I was not upset about like the consistency or any, like it just, the flavor was not a flavor okay. I would have even reached for anyway. Like I, one of the ones that sticks out to me is I know it was like guava or some shit like that. <laughs> we picked up mango, <clears throat> strawberry, grape, banana, and kiwi. Nice. I like and banana flavored candy for some reason. I enjoy the the background that the banana flavored candy doesn't taste like the bananas that you eat because yeah. they're based on the previous generation of bananas that have died off. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why that's all the banana dark. flavored candy is. <laughs> so <laughs> bananas have that, have a cycle where like a fungus or whatever, and somebody will correct me mm -hmm. probably. Doubt uh, it. We're, Maddie cakes was telling me about this when we were in like high school, but like there's a fungus mm. or something that wiped out the previous crop of bananas because they were so over reliant on one type of banana. Hmm. So they had to move to another type of banana as the primary source of bananas. Hmm. And there was no way to recover the ones that were dying off. So the flavor of things that are banana is based on that old banana. 
I wonder if banana candy would be as good based on the new flavor of bananas. I'm sure we'll find out once these bananas are gone. It's true. They will. I'm sure they will fuck that up somehow and kill off the entire crop of bananas. Yeah, I mean, it happened to potatoes in Ireland at one point, too. So. Fucking Chiquita. <laughs> Corrupt-ass company. You gotta, gotta, Overthrowing the government. Don't get me started on Chiquita. We'll be oh. here all fucking day if you get me started on Chiquita, buddy. <laughs> We when we were on one of our trips, we were doing like oh, it was in Costa Rica when we were went on like a sloth walk. Mm-hmm. There were these tiny little pink bananas that grew in a bunch, and one of the tour guides were was explaining to us that they're really good and they're not overly sweet like you would expect, but you don't want to eat more than one because it makes you go to poo poo. Nice, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Or you do want to eat more than one? Yeah, I, I'm good. I, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's happening either way. So yeah, definitely. It, it's like eating eating actual um, pina coladas that are made with real coconut and real coconut, you know, milk or fat, whatever it is. You don't really want to drink more than two in a row because it's gonna <laughs> slipperify. <laughs> That actually, that explains a lot. So when I worked at SeaWorld in high school. (laughs) Am I going to leave this alone? (laughs) Or are we making a joke? Um, So my, my job was in the central kitchen that did food prep for the rest of the park. And one of the things we prepped was the nightly luau that SeaWorld does. Okay. And the luau had this sauce that they put on the pork. And it was like coconut cream coconut water and it was just this fucking like badass badass delicious sauce and we made it in the fucking 55 gallon kettle things you know because we we'd make and we'd go through the entire 55 gallons every day yeah you're feeding ten thousand people or whatever it is um but i would literally go get a cup from the soda fountain and i would dip the cup in And I would, I threw throughout the shift, like while we're working, like I would drink this fucking sauce. Oh, I bet you shit your guts out every <laughs> single night. Almost every night. And now it makes all the sense in the world. I did not realize that that was a thing. It's like an aphrodisiac for your butthole. Think about, <laughs> oh, there's the title of the episode. Yep. Yeah. I just, I just said that out loud. Um, think about if you watch somebody do that with ranch dressing. I could do just walk over, ranch. get a get a forty four ounce big gulp cup of ranch dressing, and walk around drinking it throughout the night, and that's what you're doing. <laughs> How do you spell aphrodisiac? Uh, a p h r o d, and the phone should figure it out. Aphrodisiac. Got it. Sorry, I had to write that down before I forgot because sometimes I get to editing and I forget. Uh. I'm surprised I got that close to spelling it. Yeah, you didn't get to, you didn't do too bad. I'm using my air chalkboard. Yeah, I definitely it. did A F before you said A P H. <laughs> so there's that. He's like A F R O D E E Z. No, um, nuts. <laughs> so what do you uh, what do you got going on? What's going on oh, with you? Man, all kinds of stuff. You know, we we went to. To the all white wedding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a, uh, it was funny because one of our buddies' girlfriends slash fiancés is Colombian, and she made the comment to me. She's like, uh, "I'm the only one here who's not white." 
And I was like, yeah, but you're, you're, you're in it. Yeah. And, I thought she but, was Cuban for some reason. Nope. Colombian. Which explained in. more of her choice in boyfriends. So. Oh. Yeah. If she had been Cuban. It was. <laughs> but. Right. I mean, it was. It was a good time. I mean, I think I sent you a video that the last song of the night on the dance floor was Don't Stop Believing by Journey or something you like did. that. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> we had Copperhead Road. Ugh, and God damn it. Cotton Eye Joe. And the electric I, I slide. I still want to know how, how early in the playlist was Cotton Eye Joe. Like, I need to know if it was like first you song know, out the gate or if it no, was. No, it wasn't that early. Um, and, and just to be clear, it, if anyone is listening to this, I am not upset about the wedding. I am super stoked <laughs> for my friend. He, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. I'm no, he's a, a fantastic <laughs> human being. His family. Oh, yeah, every, we all love cause, him. Because we've had a lot of his extended family while yeah. we were there. And every single one of them just seems to be the same kind-hearted, selfish yeah. individual. Yeah. And it's it was it was badass. We, we, we joke, but the person we're talking about would literally give the shirt off his back to fucking anybody. Like, he's was, just a great was, person. I was trying to so. explain how nice of a person he is to somebody, and I gave them the example that we were on a, a web forum back before Facebook mm-hmm. took over all that stuff, and some guy just put on there, I just got fired from my job, um, I need to move my toolbox. Can, mm-hmm. Does anyone have a tow truck company they can recommend? Something like that, because we're talking, yeah. you know, 800-pound toolbox. Yeah, yeah. And our friend Adam jumps in his truck, drives 40 miles-ish, mm-hmm down to where the guy works, loads up the guy's truck into his own toolbox, or loads up the guy's toolbox into his own truck, drives him wherever he needs to go, helps him unload it, and then absolutely refuses to take any money from the guy. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, nah, man, you needed help. I could help you. Yep. Goodbye. After the Drano incident uh, in the Neon, Adam was, he happened to be home, and he, on more than one occasion, came and picked me up and took me to get parts and shit, because you were working, and I think the, the Hyundai right. that we community car i think i don't remember if you'd already sold it or if it was i think you'd already sold it i might have but like there wasn't anything for me to drive because all we had was the broken down mustang the broken down neon and <laughs> your work vehicle work vehicle so um but he like can't really and got let me. you take the patrol car yeah but he he came and got me every every time i needed to go get parts or you know whatever so he's he's never never once i don't think he said no to anybody ever <laughs> no and i mean i've been looking for nitrous parts for one of the project mm-hmm. cars and he's like hey man go over to the house here's the code to get in take whatever you need yeah and i was like all right well you know here's here's pictures of what i'm taking what do you want for it? he goes i don't care just take it yeah you know and he's i've known him a long time we were we we're doing the math and i've known him for 20 21 years yeah and it's it, he's just always been that that kind-hearted fella. So so when I'm making fun yeah. of it it's a love make fun of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way and yeah. and his wife is fantastic. It's the first time I've actually met her. They've been together yeah. for like 6 years. And it was it was very honky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's in the Appalachian Mountains. It's, it's beautiful, but it's very you know, the family shows up and Everyone kind of dresses the same, even mm-hmm. though they're from different parts of the country. They all listen to the same country music. It's mm-hmm. it's like all right, well, you know, we're we're a little out of place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like like Brad's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but it's like nobody likes spicy food here. Mm-mm. What's going on? Nobody no. likes. They're like, oh, no. what kind of music do you listen to? We're like, uh, metal. They're like, what 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 do you mean metal? <laughs> well, you don't 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 take me there then. What kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> Fucking Project Pat. <laughs> who yeah 
Mike Mike Jones. <laughs> but no, it was it was a good time, man. We yeah. we made a a week out of it up there, and there's we went to a safari park where you you drive through essentially a a hundred and fifty acre zoo. Nice. And and the llamas and bison and shit stick their head inside the car and you pet them and feed them and all kinds of stuff. But llama, got, llama, red pajama. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Reynolds, that? No, rental car got bit by a zebra. Nice. Nice. That was a hard one to explain. The, <laughs> They're like, well, what's all this mud on the car? Why <laughs> Why are there snout smears and, and why are there yeah. teeth marks in the hood? <laughs> it was a rough part of town. Um, so real quick, just going back, there's a children's book called Llama Llama Red Pajama. Okay. But there's also a, ra- a hip hop radio station that brings on like legit rappers and makes them read or rap the the book okay so like, I can the, see they, that. like they had ludicrous do it once you know and you just in your typical style they you know that that particular person's typical style so those are those are pretty funny kind of like the uh what's it pbs small desk concerts it's sort of but funnier you know the tiny desk concerts are typically like that person's actual music just performed acoustically right. so the juvenile one was awesome that i i typically don't like acoustic or live music my exception to those rules are Nirvana Unplugged and um, pretty much any Tiny Desk concert I've ever seen. Like, Juvenile's Tiny Desk concert was fucking amazing. Hmm. So. That's the the hippity hop rap singer? Juvenile, yes. You, gotcha. I'm, I'm tilting my head a little bit sideways and staring at you <laughs> like you don't know who the fuck Juvenile is. I, I recognize the name, but I... And I'm sure if I heard the hit songs or the big songs, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Back that ass up. Okay, so I do know that one. I just would not have known that is by The Juvenile. Okay, well, that's you should know those things. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (sighs) All I know is... I don't even understand how we've done a podcast this long. (laughs) When the guy (laughs) in the Tahoe showed up with the uh, 1999 flip-flop chameleon paint in the 20-inch spinners blaring break your neck <laughs> with his 70 year old mother in the front seat that's pretty i funny. was like that is fantastic that is a good top knot sir <laughs> are we in are we in central florida what the fuck richmond i don't even know what hand signs <clears throat> to throw for that i wouldn't go throwing hand signs in richmond that was i would avoid that at all costs it was a good time it was a good time that's good guar bar was a, a neat little place yeah yeah owned, the menu looked by, pretty good yeah, and, and they do a theme. Like, everything has got weird names and, you know, ingredients, mm-hmm. and they make just unique stuff, and the drinks all have weird names and stuff, and the, the decorations are fantastic because it's, like, actual stuff from the band over time, and kind of, and, and I think I told you, we were in there, and they are playing No Scrubs at one point, but when we had gone there the first time, it was like they were playing metal music, and it's like, oh, this is cool. It's It's different. You don't really find anything like this back home that we're aware of. Let's see. Yeah, we don't really have anything like that here. Cool. So one of my talking points was Guar Bar. Oh, okay. Look at that. We handled it. Yeah. Oh, I meant to send you something. God damn it. Oh, now I, now I don't know if I want to send it to you or I just don't want to it. buy it for you as a surprise. Just buy it for me as a surprise. Okay. Christmas gift picked out for you. Perfect. Um, Went to a, an arcade bar, like where you pay mm-hmm. to, you go in like a Dave and Buster's, but you know, ratchet yeah. and nothing worked. Oh. 
<laughs> so you put your tokens in, nothing I, works. I hear that. So there's an arcade bar in Orlando, and when it opened up, it got like rave reviews. Is it is it Byte or something? No, it's like Arcade One or some shit. Oh, it was one of the Player One Bar maybe, or something? It may be Player One Bar. But I was reading on, I'm in the Orlando subreddit, and they were fucking lighting this place up, like talking about how terrible it's gotten over the years because they stopped maintaining the games and nothing fucking works. And it sucks, dude. Yeah. There's, I'm sure some of those older games are hard to maintain because, you know, parts. maybe they don't make parts or whatever. Yeah. I mean, so. we went to one in South Florida down by Funky Buddha Brewing, and it's just a bunch of uh, like Nintendos or Playstations or whatever it is. So, like, they've got, you know, mm. a Super Smash Brothers set up, and they've got a Mortal Kombat yeah. set up, and they've got you know, an actual Nintendo 64 with a bunch of cartridges and it's, mm-hmm. it's a small bar, but like there's a bunch of different playing stations and there's probably 150 different beers and it was really neat. It's pretty cool. We um, have one in Deland, but it's not very big and I've never actually been inside of it. It may not even still be open. It's been a while since I've gone down the street. It used to be on in downtown, but. And it's supposed to be like actual stand up cabinet games. Yeah, yeah. I've walked past it while they were open in the past and it was mostly stand up cabinet style games and like air hockey and shit like that. But it was like a bar mainly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what this place was is like, you know, the basketball shooting game and ski ball, but like literally none of them worked or kept score. Huh. You know, or I think I sent you like Double Dragon or Battletoads or Ninja Turtles yeah, or something. Yeah, you sent me a, a few. But we went to that one, the the janky one, and then mm-hmm. when we came back to Richmond after the wedding and stuff, we went to another one that was actually run by the city. It was a pinball museum and a video game museum, and that's where I was. That's cool. On Saturday, sending you pictures, or Sunday, sending you photos and stuff. The Uber rides mm-hmm. while we were there were mm-hmm. wild. There was, <laughs> there was the one who was driving the wrong way down the one-way street. In a city they live in. Yes. And then there was the one who was driving as if he was playing Grand Theft Auto running from the cops. I mean, like running stuff over and <laughs> and our our friends that came in from Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, to visit us because it's only like a two or three hour drive. <laughs> John, uh, he was requesting the Uber and he's a, a thin fella <laughs> and he's getting in the front seat. So it's Ashley and I who are are not that little. And then John's wife in the backseat, there's three of us, and we're getting into like a Corolla. Oh, God. And we're like, John, get an Uber XL. He's like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. And I'm like, yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the guy who got to sit in the front with an armrest and shit. And then so a couple of days later, Ashley and I are doing something. She's like, why didn't you just sit up front? And I was like, because I'm not in charge. <laughs> it was like, it makes sense from a space perspective. But like, yeah. I'm not trying to take charge of somebody else's Uber and say, like, let me sit up front. Yeah. This is your Uber, sir. You're paying. Yep, you're in charge. You tell me where to sit. If it's in the trunk, I'll try. If it's on your lap, I'm there. Wait. What? (laughs) Nothing. Do you remember, like, the Razor scooters when we were kids? Mm -hmm. I guess not even kids. We're young adults. My brother's kids have multiple, because they make more than just scooters. So they've got, they have the scooters, but they also have other products that Razor makes. So... What I'm thinking of when I say a Razor scooter is the one that you actually pedal with your foot. Like, there's no yeah. electric motor. Yeah, there's it's the metal frame. Yeah, just super simple yeah. gliding toy. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the original. They make a ton of more shit now. Okay, so I remember when those came out and how <laughs> wonderful it was to drive down the street the, on Christmas Day and watch all these kids trying to use them and eat shit. Mm-hmm. And 
it's back to that letter Kenny fuck I could watch kids fall off bikes all day <laughs> well I remember when Paul was living over here he was talking about riding some electric scooter downtown yeah um, and riding it riding it like six miles home mm-hmm. which which is crazy to me and I, now I remember that there's a South Park episode where they're they're making fun of that well I'd never really paid attention to him but we're in Richmond or Roanoke or wherever it is yeah. and they're everywhere yep and I am not smart enough to figure out the app like it, I was it, like, oh, it's complicated because you don't know if it has any charge until you scan the QR code. But if you scan the QR code, the timer starts and you get charged two dollars and fifty cents, and then the yeah. battery's dead. Yeah, the but, I will say the companies are good about refunding your money in that event. Like if you scan the QR code and you know they don't, they're they're good. But it's a pain in the ass to have to fucking chat or call someone to fucking get that shit fixed. Like that shit's annoying. Yep. Uh, UCF has them, and that was my first experience with them. UCF, however, shuts them off during football games, which is Smart. 99% of the reason I go to UCF is just for football <laughs> games, so they're very rare. But the first time we went, we park. There's free parking, but it's at the very front of the campus, like on the university and Alafaya side of the campus. Right. The stadium is on the backside. Well, it's a fucking hike to get yeah. to the football stadium. So I was like, well, let's get these fucking scooters and fucking... Nope. Right. But I spent fucking 10 minutes trying to, and it didn't <laughs> pop up a notification that, hey, it's game day. These are all turned off. Go fuck yourself. Nope. Just let you it scan let it. You, spend two it hours you scan at a time. It, it let you fucking add money to your account. All sorts of shit. And then I had to like chat with someone to get them to refund the $10. And I'm like, they, they don't have these where I live. Fucking, I, I'll never use this fucking credit. <laughs> Ma'am, I am from South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> Well, so we're driving down the road after having a frustrating incident with these things Mm -hmm. where I can't figure them out. Yeah. And there's a young lady riding one Mm -hmm. and there's a young man riding one with her Mm -hmm. and they're hauling ass Mm -hmm. and they're going downhill and (laughs) the guy hits like a planter and, and launches into the air. And hits the ground, wobbles, and goes flying off of the oh, Jesus scooter. Christ. <laughs> and we could, I watched it all happen. I mean, I was probably 30 feet, and the guy tumbles, and, and they're young, and, yeah. and you know, they're resilient, and he didn't get hurt too bad or anything. But I had, I had to make it a point to keep my eyes open. I was laughing so hard <laughs> in the car, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's so much better than when they were kids. It literally would have taken everything i had in me to not as we rode past him in the car nelson laugh at him out the window just uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i uh, even have the note watched a guy on an e-scooter hot dog then full-blown <laughs> eat it <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, it was a good time yeah the, that's the thing with those razor scooters is like as with everything and being a male you you want to be able to do tricks on any vehicle that you own or possess, and whether that's a bicycle, a scooter, a, an actual car, car once you're old enough to drive. You want to make you want to do cool things in them. And I remember like on the Razor scooter, like doing like a bunny hop and trying to like because the base of it spins very fast. Like it's right. got a it's got a not a, what the fuck are those things called? The I know on bikes they're like goosenecks or whatever that allow the okay. handlebars to spin in a full 360. Yeah. It's got the same thing on where the base connects to the handles. So you can, in theory, so you can spin because well, there's like 360. a whole, Yeah, you can you can do a 360. Like guys will do a bunny hop and then spin the thing 360. 
Well, that's all fun and games until you spin it 360 and at 290, it whacks you in the fucking ankle. Yeah. <laughs> at the fucking speed of light. It is the most painful fucking thing I've ever had happen and that's to me. When, and that's when he realized yeah. he fucked up. That's when he realized he's too old for this shit. Yeah. It, so, <laughs> God. That's uh, like trying to get on a skateboard. I haven't been on no, one in, fuck no. in you, no, 15 years. Not. I wasn't good at it. I wasn't good at it when I was young and resilient. I'm definitely not going to fucking put my life in that sort of danger today. So, so real quick, back to the wedding. Oh, and, I'm sorry. And, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. This is just another note that I made because mm-hmm. it happened at the wedding. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the groomsmen quarters. Mm-hmm. So where everyone's like smoking cigars and drinking whiskey or whatever, except me. And nerd, I'm I'm sitting with three guys who work out at NASA who work on spaceship shit. Uh-huh. Like not just yeah. the janitor. And one of them is explaining to me how smart the engineers are that they'll literally be sitting in a meeting and they're talking about like orbital mechanics and doing math out loud and talking about turnaround points and in thruster burn and this and that. And like, they're talking the math out in the mm-hmm. meeting and he just kind of like stares at them because that's, not what his yeah. job is. It's not where his scope of expertise yeah. is. He doesn't need, he doesn't need a turning point to clean the bathroom. <laughs> well, no, but, <laughs> but so he's like telling me this and this is a guy that's, you know, like a project lead or something mm-hmm. and just how smart they are and et cetera. And through the course of conversation, they start talking about COVID and, you know, I talk oh. about how we had it when I was in China or whatever. And how you were patient zero. Yeah. And they start, the one particular person who was talking about all these guys being smart in the math and the science mm-hmm. and stuff makes a comment about the lockdowns and, and how they were the worst thing that they could have done and okay. just more or less yeah. talking points that you hear on a certain side of the political spectrum. And I'm yeah. not trying to get all into that. Yeah. And I make the comment to him. I was like, I'm probably going to have to side with a guy who's got, 12 years of schooling on the topic and he's been the leading virologist in the country for 50 years and thinking his opinion holds more weight at the time the decisions are being made than the people who are arguing with him who graduated high school. Yeah, barely. And a small argument ensues. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it is because I wasn't clear that I wasn't referencing him with that yeah. comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, no hard feelings or anything. We still had a great time. <clears throat> and one of the other guys goes, hey, you know. Goddamn uh, liberals. <laughs> well, no, he goes, hey, uh, probably shouldn't talk politics. Like, that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, yeah, you know what? You're right. No problem. Well, so <laughs> I got the warning to, th- to you as the only guy who doesn't agree with everybody else there. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I made an asshole comment. I'm like, because yeah. the statement was made. Well, yeah. Why would you something along the lines of, well, Fossey was on the take anyway. He yeah. Was, yeah. Definitely. And I was like, yeah, I guess if you're if you're quoting Fox talking points. And that's yeah. when someone stepped in and said, yeah. hey, let's leave the, the politics <laughs> out of it. And I thought about it later. He trusts the science of the guys who are sending people to space and with rockets exactly and, and shit, but not the other guy, not the other guy in. But if you got, if it's if somebody, if somebody got on Fox news and started talking about how the guys he currently trusts were terrible people and on the take, he'd fucking, he'd distrust them too. Well, in, and I wasn't, and I'm again, I'm not trying to yeah. pick on at this person specifically yeah. about the topic, but we know a lot of car people mm-hmm. and a lot of car people 
trust what science tells them about how engines work. Mm-hmm. Because it's not independently verifiable. You're not a molecule of gas getting in there and getting blown up to create mechanical energy. So there's a lot of stuff that we do in everyday life where we literally trust people that we assume are smarter than we are Mm -hmm. as experts in the field. But then we turn around and people who have the equivalent education in another field that we don't understand. We say those people are fucking wrong. I know better. I listen to insert person. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Rogan or yeah, I Googled it. Crazy eyes on the corner or whatever yeah. it is. I did my own research. <laughs> so it, it, it just it's I'm not saying be blind, but it it's just it was a very specific instance where the eggheads know all this and we trust them and with billions of dollars and people's mm-hmm. lives, but but this egghead is a fibber. Mm-hmm. Never mind, you know, how many other f- eggheads agree with him global warming slash climate change same concept oh well you know i think they're all just in it for the money absolutely okay except it can be repeatedly tested so let lockheed start making solar panels and watch how quickly (laughs) their fucking opinion changes yeah i i've never (laughs) understood the oh well it's just about the money for green energy and i'm like who the fuck do you think has more money than the fossil fuel industry who do you think is gonna lie to you the people who are making a trillion dollars yeah (laughs) Like, frick. yeah, no. <laughs> but, I but yeah, it was here. just in, an example that I was like, oh, I should mention this. Yeah. Oh, they even made fun of flat earthers Ugh. that like the store out at like the on base store at NASA mm-hmm. has something about the, the earth's not flat. Come with me. I'll prove it. And I'm like, so you think the people who deny the earth is round are dumb, but the people who deny biological sciences aren't <laughs> correct. Yes. I'm just glad you're on the same page with everybody. Took you long <laughs> enough. Welcome. Yeah. Shit gets weird around here. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, When's the last time you used an airport? Because, I mean, we fly a fair amount, but... I haven't flown in probably four or five years. Okay. Five years. Oh. How would, how Wait, would you no. describe... It's probably It's been a couple of years, because I flew... It was actually, it was 2020, because I was right after COVID kind of slowed down when I flew to Detroit to move Destry back. Oh, that's right. I forgot so, about that. How yeah. was your experience with TSA, like with security? No issues. I've never had any issues with TSA, no matter, none of the times I flied. Flied, Jesus Christ. None of the times I flew. <laughs> flewed. Yeah, I flewed. I got, every time I got flewed out, I never had any issues with TSA, with TSA. <laughs> oh, the closed captioning's fantastic. It said, every time I got fluid out. <laughs> Yeah, and no, I've never, I've never once been pulled aside for an extra search. I've never, I've never even been like anything other than going about your business. Fantastic. So, so I have regularly been flagged as like an additional screening person. You're on a I've, list, and I'm not somehow. Well, yeah, I think I told you. <laughs> I don't know how we're not both on a, the same <laughs> list, but <laughs> uh, I think I even talked about it on the podcast when we we came back from Iceland. We got flagged for additional screening at the airport over there. And one of the questions was like, do you have a bomb? And I just, I was like, no. Bomb was, pussy. Okay. Wait, okay. Sorry. Good. Good. <laughs> I was like, is anybody going to tell you? Yes, I have a bomb, but I don't want to argue with a guy. I mean, possibly. But, but so we, we go into the Richmond airport to fly home and we're, we're walking in through the door and it says no guns. 
you know, because you can't bring a gun in. No, <laughs> fuck. You know, what do I do with my arms? No <laughs> pets other than service animals, stuff yeah. like that. Right under where it says no guns, it says no guns, no jokes. Yeah, and and it didn't make sense to me. Like my Does my my oddest brain. Okay, right. was trying to figure out why can't am I not allowed to make a joke to somebody? And I'm trying to figure it out. I was like, maybe they mean no fake guns. Or maybe they just mean don't be an asshole and say the same thing everybody says all the time. You know, and and like I'm trying to process it and I look at my wife and she hasn't seen the sign. We've walked past it. I'm like, hey, the sign said no guns, no jokes. And she's like, what? And I repeat it. And she goes, what do you mean? And I was like, "I, I don't know how else to explain it it says no guns no jokes so yeah. now we have two oddists who are one step apart trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> the sign should say no joke or no guns no jokes about guns right yeah. well while we're while we're both oh, got Jesus. got wrenches stuck in our gears we start having the podcast moment like yes joey <laughs> yeah oh, yeah yes joey <laughs> she's like jokes and i said yes and she goes, like, J-O-K-E-S? And I say, yes, yes Ashley. jokes. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know what it means. That's what it says. So, like, then we're getting, <laughs> we're, like, walking through the, the airport, like, exchanging frustrated quips at each mm-hmm. other. And I was like, stop joking. <laughs> so then it became the running gag on the way home. Hey, no jokes. Yep. But no jokes. I, I, like you said, maybe it should be a little bit more clear. Maybe it should have been a little more clear. That's a wild sign to put well, out and there. And that's what I figured yeah. eventually was, hey, don't make jokes about having yeah. guns. Yeah. But oh, yeah. It's my carry on. So <laughs> I had also sent you uh, mm-hmm. some of the antique store stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and that skunk mm-hmm. ended up coming home with us, which those, <sighs> hang on, those skunks were made in the 40s mm-hmm. as a rip on uh, the okay. person as he smells he's shitty uh, okay. he's okay yeah. so yeah <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna say and that's why yeah. i didn't start it with <laughs> it's a hitler skunk yeah so so it's a skunk and on its face is like you know a, a white face with with a little hitler mustache and it was it was made in the 40s as like a a propag- anti-propaganda thing you know saying yeah. he sucks yeah so it ends up coming home with us. It's it's made of like cast iron. It's three really? pieces. Yeah, dude. It, it's got to weigh like 12 pounds. Yeah. And and it's the size of like a softball. Uh-huh. Well, so it, go, it goes into the luggage. And okay. it, we don't check luggage, so it's carry-on. It's got to go through yeah. security with us. Mm-hmm. Both of the suitcases go on the conveyor belt to go through the x-ray machine. Mm-hmm. Our suitcases aren't coming out of the x-ray machine. And I tell my wife, I'm like, you're going to have to explain to the TSA agents who are not the type of people who are going to be on board with assumed racism. Not in Richmond, they're not. Why you have a skunk with Hitler's face on it in your bag. Mm -hmm. And we both just kind of wait and... The suitcases come out and they hold the, it up. They're like, what the fuck is this? The TSA agent looks at us and goes, whose suitcase is this? And they hold up my suitcase. I was like, that's mine. She's like, 
can you come over here? We want to, <laughs> we want to go through it. And I'm like, like, yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> I was like, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So she goes into my suitcase and she's like, is there anything that's going to poke me in here? Anything I need to worry about? And I said, no, you know, Just my 12 inch great American <laughs> challenge. I, I told her the only thing that's in there that could possibly harm somebody is uh-huh. a jar of honey. That was like a, a wedding party yeah. favor. If the glass broke and yeah. I tell her it's, it's in my, I packed it in my boot with my socks it's wrapped up in my underwear right yeah don't mind the brown um <laughs> the so she's going through and she's digging through it and she's clearly looking for something which yeah. and and she's like no there's something metal in here and i was like okay because i know the skunk is in ashley's mm-hmm. suitcase yeah and she's digging and digging and digging and digging she goes through the whole suitcase yeah tears it all apart Got your underwear out everywhere. Yeah, and and there's nothing in there. Like, yeah. literally, it's boots, underwear, you know, whatever. <laughs> get on and, the ground! Get on the ground! Well, she gives it back to me, and she's like, all right, well, you can put it back together so that I don't damage anything. So I take my suitcase and uh-huh. Ashley's that was cleared, and we walk away, and she's like, why'd they go through your suitcase? <laughs> and <laughs> I tell match? her. Well, no. Mine is, huh. mine's a like a black dimpled one, and hers is like a, I don't know, a silver case Swiss or yeah. whatever. But but the skunk was in her suitcase and all I can think is they saw it and grabbed a big heavy case. metal object in the yeah. x-ray machine and grabbed the wrong suitcase because they were next to each other. And so then I'm, <laughs> then I'm trying to figure out, I was like, but what if it was a gun? So, so they yeah. grabbed the wrong suitcase and not that I would ever bring a gun through the yeah. airport. Yeah. Not, well, not that I would ever try and bring a gun on an airplane. I yeah. brought a gun to an airport and had it in check bags yeah. before. But, they just would have missed a gun. <laughs> yeah. Or or a knife. Or I mean knife's very specific looking on, mm-hmm. on an X ray machine, but yeah. But yeah, it it I was like, well, now I went from being concerned that they were gonna find a Hitler skunk to being concerned that somebody's got a gun on the plane. Because <laughs> they're not gonna <laughs> yeah. catch it. I was like, uh, All right, I guess I just have to bludgeon them with my skunk. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so Yeah, I was worried about <laughs> just it's it happens wild. man the wildest shit happens to you that, that we don't make good choices no never ever but not in any aspect of life usually we're we're sitting at the bar waiting because we go through tsa pre-check and it's like six mm-hmm. minutes we're sitting at the bar we've got like two hours and some lady comes up and touches ashley on the shoulder can i sit here and she's like it's super fucking weird anybody's touching me in public yeah and so the lady sits down and she's next to us and try she's you know trying to be pleasant and saw Ashley had a mimosa so she ordered a mimosa and she's reading something on like her little Kindle mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god the new Britney Spears book it's got just so much dirt in it I can't believe it have you read it yet Ugh. and all I can think is I would rather punch myself in the dick than try and read that book I will say that some of the Justin Timberlake slander that I guess is <laughs> in the book I would want to read I just don't care. Because so, I've always kind of thought Justin Timberlake was a piece of shit and just could never prove it, you know? Like, he just seems like one of those guys that... Most men are pieces of shit, yeah, especially yeah. in their 20s. Yeah, absolutely. So. But yeah, I just... I don't I don't care. That person is no more important to me than any yeah. other person I don't know. So, like, the dirt they got going on, I it's like yeah. watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and stuff. Dude, I would rather stub my toe. <laughs> I'd rather vomit. I would no, rather I step rather on an ice-cold Lego. On a tile floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can uh, feel that comment. Yeah. Speaking of giant piece of shit celebrities, you ready to get into Trash or Treasure? Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I got one do, other thing. If you do, go ahead. 
You sure? Yeah, yeah. The, the this came up last night <clears throat> when we were just talking about food and stuff, and we've probably talked about this on the podcast. Can you think of anything that you didn't like as a kid that you tried later as an adult and actually liked it and assumed that it was just preparation that was wrong as a kid? No. I mean, I know your mom's it, a good cook, so. No, and I, I say that because I don't think it was preparation because, like, our taste buds change as we grow. So I think a lot of the things I probably didn't like as a kid was my taste buds not liking them, and now I've adapted, you know? Like, broccoli is one of the ones that jumps out to me. <laughs> okay, And, and I, I just, like, you know, I used to, the only way you could get me to eat broccoli as a kid is to literally just fucking coat it in cheese. That was something that the, the parents did in the <laughs> 80s and 90s for sure. Yeah. Um, but now, like, I'll just eat broccoli randomly, you know. Right, and, a little and, bit of salt. Different preparations of... of it, roasted, boiled, you know. Okay. Whatever, you know, stir-fried in my, my, my lo mein. Yeah, stir-fried in my wok. Sorry. No, you're good. That's I where can't I was think, headed. But I, but I don't think I can relate it to preparation as much as, um, you know. To you think just, it was you, not somebody else? Yeah, yeah. I don't. So, so I've got some foods that I try all the time and I just mm-hmm. don't ever get a good example and I don't I, I want to make sure I'm I'm trying it often enough to where if it's a new place I'm collards I don't like collards I've never found collards that I like but if we go somewhere new and Ashley gets them because she likes them I yeah. will try them and yeah. they're consistently fucking terrible because um, there's they're typically even in some of the better preparations they have that I don't want to call it sliminess but it's uh it's, sliminess is probably the best way to put it. They're going to have a texture. Just, yeah, the, the texture is probably not something you're going to like, no matter what they do to them. But I, I want to try it, because lots of people love them. Yeah. Or olives. I hate olives. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking... Don't give me an olive. We will <laughs> but, fight. But I've tried jalapeno-stuffed olives. I've tried blue cheese stuff. You know, I try... Because Ashley likes them mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And I just... I can't. Yeah. Well, grits... Is one that growing You're up fucking like, nuts. I hated grits growing up, dude. It's like God eating sand. But I liked oatmeal. I hate you well, so much. I've found a couple places that I like their grits. Like if you go to Tibby's mm-hmm. and you get grits, it's like having fluffy eggs. They don't yeah. feel anything like grits did. Yeah. They don't feel like chewing fat. I think gr- grits is an easy one to attribute to preparation because grits are so easy to fuck up. And, and I, and I've had, but I've had them at are, like country restaurants. You know, let's go to Osteen yeah, Diner and you get the grits. And I was like, fuck. dude, these are fucking terrible. Yeah. Like instant grits. Are, well, but a place like Osteen Diner probably isn't making them. I don't want to say from scratch, but like. They're not spending the 45 minutes to an hour to make no, them. No, not at all. They're, they're, they're ready to go mostly. And they're just putting water in them and letting them sit on the stove. I think you know, like Waffle it. House or any, Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, the so. biggest one that stood out when we were talking about it was cornbread. So when I was young and my mom had made cornbread, it was terrible. It was like the driest, sandiest, dustiest oh, thing, never, it, not yeah. flavorful. And I've had cornbread now that I've been an adult, mm-hmm. like out of a, a cast iron skillet, and it's fantastic. It's like yeah. eating cake that yeah. has corn in it. And I'm like, yeah. this is wait, is this what it's supposed to be yes. like? Because this is good. Absolutely. And that's where it comes back to it was a preparation thing. Yeah, that absolutely. I, I would, you could definitely chalk that up to preparation. Like, cause my grandmother's cornbread, like she would make it in cast iron, but she would also just make it in muffin tins every mm-hmm. now and then. And it came out just as fucking amazing in muffin tins as it did in the cast right. iron. Well, and so. actually explained it to me. She's like, if you're just using the GIF box and adding water, like the direction say, she's like, it's yeah. going to be bad. 
She's like, but it's cheap and it's a filler. She's yeah. like, real cornbread has to, fat and grease and. <laughs> well, and there's ways to take the Jif mix and make a good cornbread out of it, right? You know, but you've got to not follow the directions. But which, there's, I, I run into stuff like this and it, like chicken. Like Louie even made the comment. He's like, I didn't realize white meat chicken could be juicy. And it's like, yeah, you just don't overcook the shit out of yeah. it. But that's, if that's all you've had growing up, mm-hmm. you when you move into the real world, you think, yeah. oh, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then you have good food. I was blessed to have not a, not Nan bad cooks in my childhood. My grandmother was not a bad cook. My grandfather was not. My mom is not. Well, and you know, I so can like independently verify that your mom is not yeah. a bad cook. Um, you know, so I've never had those scenarios of like, you know, getting shitty preparations of things just because, you know, and my mom is she screwed like one of the examples I like to use about my mom and her like so arepas, they're the <laughs> Colombian um, now I remember we did this. Yeah. Oh, did we did do this? Yeah, because yeah, you were talking like, about mom. Mom yeah, made like fucking, fifteen rounds of yeah, them until she got them perfect. Absolutely, until they were fucking perfect. And now they're they're fucking perfect. She just you know that's just the way she is. Like in the first few, it's just like her and I that tried them just to make sure that you know what the fuck they <laughs> if needed. she's gonna kill someone, yeah, it's the people she's not she fucking loves. Get, well, and she's not giving it to other people until it's right. Well, yeah, and I get that. It's just. When you're a kid and that's yeah. the only cook you have in your life, you assume yeah. they are a good cook and they're doing it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, by the way, Shorzy's on the whole season's. Yeah, up I, to Hulu. I was. I've got a. I've got it set up to start watching tomorrow when I go back to work. Oh, it's. I've only watched the first episode this season. Yeah. But it's like the things that we said we wished were more present, mm-hmm. like the chirping and the hockey. Yeah. It's it's present. Perfect. I'm, yep. I'm excited. Huh? Huh? <laughs> For <Get> what? <laughs> uh, um, so let's jump into Trash Treasure because I got to run here shortly. Yeah. Trash, okay. trash, 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 trash. Treasure, 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 treasure. All right. So this week's Trash or Treasure is bought, brought to you by uh, fucking nobody. Uh, if you want it to be brought to you by somebody, send them our way. <laughs> We're not even asking for paid advertisement. Uh, yeah, I don't. I could not give less of a fuck. Um, so, our treasure treasure this week uh, was born on March twenty seventh, nineteen sixty nine, in Huntington, New, in Huntington, New York. She is the youngest of three children. Her mother, an opera singer. Uh, her father, uh, an aeronautical engineer. Um, the Jack Black. What the fuck? Um, oh, mom's family disowned her for marrying a black man. So mom was white, dad was black, uh, and mom's family disowned them. Um, they also had some. Uh, Wait, the huh? the the person you're telling me about, yes. their mother was yes. disowned by the family. By okay, the family, so this yes. person is okay. The, our subject is <clears throat> is mixed. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Sorry. The, uh, hang on a second. Uh, I lost my spot now that you ask questions. <laughs> um, in the neighborhood that they grew up, that she grew up in, uh, there were lots of issues, uh, with them because of the mixed status of their, their parents' marriage. And, um, they actually had at least one incident where a neighbor poisoned the family dog and then set fire to their car. Jesus. Those, those were the same incident from what I've been able to gather through my reading uh, while I was researching this. Um, I will 
this person is mostly known for their music, so a lot of the accolades that I'm getting ready to go through are going to be music based. So I just wanted to get that out there. Okay, and you said this know, was a the person is a female, correct? The person is a female. That okay, is correct. Okay, so it's not Lenny Kravitz. It is not. Uh currently or actually as of today, she is still the only artist to have their first five singles reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, her first record label was Columbia, and they spent upwards of $1 million promoting her debut album. Um, I have a guess, but I don't really want to. Okay, let me roll through soon. some stuff. Um, she's one of the best-selling music, music artists with over 220 million records sold worldwide. Uh, she's in the Songwriter Hall of Fame, the National Recording Registry, and the Library of Congress. Um, she's ranked as the second greatest woman in music by VH1 in 2012 and the fifth greatest singer by Rolling Stone in 2023. Um, Billboard named her the top charting female solo artist based on both album and song chart success. And she holds the record for the most Billboard Hot 100 number one singles by a solo artist. Um She's also done some movie stuff. Uh, she was in Precious in 2009, The Butler in 2013, uh, Christmas Melody in 2015, The Lego Batman movie in 2017, <laughs> uh, been a judge on American Idol, uh, has a self-titled docu-series, uh, and you know multiple residences and stuff like that in uh, Vegas and places like that, as well as publishing uh, her own memoir. Moving on to the scandaly or the scantily, the scandalous stuff and things. <laughs> the scantly. Yeah. In 2017, she was sued by her former head of security for sexual harassment. He claimed when he worked for her uh, that she committed sexual acts with the intent that they be viewed by him. Uh, up to and including also when they went on a, a, a Caribbean trip uh, she called him to her room to ask him to help move some luggage. And when he showed up, she was just wearing a see-through like negligee thing and would not let him leave the room, according to him. Um, that one, there was no, he, it was a draft lawsuit. I guess something never, it never actually officially got filed. So there's no outcome to speak of. We don't know. We assume she settled, you know, before he one of those things like, I'm going to file this lawsuit, you bitch. And right. Gotcha. She paid up. She, and she cut a check. Um, in 2019, one of her assistants claimed to have been peed on and called a whore by her and or her manager because she was the assistant to the person, the, tr the trash or treasure and the trash or treasure's manager. Okay. Um, the artist filed a countersuit said that the assistant was trying to blackmail her with videos that she secretly recorded of embarrassing intimate acts and was, you know, trying to blackmail her out of $8 million. But they later settled the lawsuit before it got too far. So we don't know, you know, it was probably a, you know, there's probably some validity there right. for settling the lawsuit out of court. Uh, in 2021, she filed a trademark to make herself the queen of Christmas and or princess uh. Christmas and or QOC. Uh, they were all blocked by a, a appeals board, uh, and an artist named, an independent artist named Elizabeth Chan is who actually brought the lawsuit <laughs> because Elizabeth Chan has been nicknamed the queen of Christmas and she, she only sued her because she wanted to keep the nickname in the public domains because there's just, right. you know, it, I don't need it, but you can't have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, in 2022, she was also sued over her hit song um, for $20 million, in a, but it was for copyright infringement based solely on the title of the song. The plaintiff hmm. released his version under the moniker Vince Vance and the Valiants in 1989. Uh, he later dropped the suit. Also, fun fact, there are, there are 177 copywritten songs with this exact name. <laughs> So he's there's, there's so he didn't really have a leg to stand on. There. No, not at all. So he dropped the suit and, you know, um, so I'm going to be curious as to what the name of the song is. Are you good? I, I have a guess. I'm pretty much out of details and clues. Okay. So, so get you some. My, my guess earlier was when you started talking about charting, uh-huh. uh, you know, second highest charting or yeah. highest charting, stuff like that. I thought it was going to be Beyonce. Oh yeah. No, but I don't think she's that old. She's not. Okay. Beyonce is um, closer to our age. And then then I was like, well, is it the person who's engaged to Ben Affleck? And I realized That's it's not. J-Lo? Is that J-Lo? <laughs> right. right. Yeah, That's yeah, J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> it's not J-Lo. Well, well, and I was hoping that it was that way I could be like, and the worst thing she's ever done is ruin <laughs> Ben Affleck's life and I don't even like him. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to guess that this is somebody that even feuded with the M&M at one uh-huh. point. Yeah. Yep, yep. uh, I didn't even and, add any of that. Um, so I, I'm assuming it's Mariah Carey. It is Mariah Carey. And is it, is the 177 songs, is it the, whatever her Christmas song All is. All I that, want for Christmas is you. Yeah. They thaw her out every there year are to play that There are 177 songs titled All I Want for Christmas is You that are all copywritten in some form or fashion. That is, I, I like the idea of Christmas, although mm-hmm. I think people should have the loving each other mindset all year round. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm a communist or whatever mm-hmm. derogatory mm-hmm. term. But, I hate that Christmas takes over an entire quarter of the year. Like there's there's people who had Christmas decorations out in stores and it Halloween oh, yeah. hadn't even passed. There was when we went I went into Five Below like a week ago trying to get cuz they had cheap skeletons at one point trying to get another skeleton and it was all fucking Christmas. They were already I, out of, already out of Halloween like a week before Halloween. I I just I understand we're a consumer society in this country. So like the idea of spending way too much money at Christmas time is common. People go into debt for it. And I I just, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, But I also don't have kids. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I try to give money to, you know, my sister for Mm -hmm. the, for the nephews and stuff. But, um, I don't, I don't understand why Christmas is such a high selling time of year for, Oh, the shitty Christmas music, the, the her her song. I mean, she's a very talented vocalist, but yeah, yeah. But like, it's come yeah. on, yeah. <laughs> I so I genuinely think that she's trash. Um, much like The Rock, I think she tries to curate an image that may not exist, or that may be different from what you want people to perceive you to be. So also, so, if you're settling multiple sexual harassment claims outside of court, there's probably some validity to them. Yeah, my my hesitation on stuff like that mm-hmm. is that she's an attractive woman, and if the claim is a single man who is interested in women wasn't interested in a very attractive, successful, rich woman. Mm-hmm. It seems 
harder to believe. I'm not saying that we should dismiss any any allegation mm-hmm. or or that we should assume any allegation is 100% truthful without investigation. But if you're, I mean, 10 years ago, how long have you been married? Eight years. So 10, 12 years ago when you're, when you're not married, when you're a single man, you're, you know, running around doing whatever you're doing. And Mariah Carey invites you over to, to her room and she answers the door and she's effectively naked. I, but that's not the scenario this person was in. Gotcha. This was an employer employee relationship. Like it was yeah. the head of her security detail. It's not, you know. And and we don't know if he's in that bachelor life scenario. He could have a wife and kids at home that, you know. Well, and he could also, so, you know, just or, not be interested in, in women, yeah. but he can't come. He doesn't feel comfortable coming yeah. out and saying that or using that as his defense or something. No. And, and yeah. again, I'm not dismissing the allegations. Nah, I don't know. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm saying when, when a man makes the claim that this is what happened against them, it, it catches a lot more. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It catches a different type of scrutiny. I don't want to say yeah. a lot more because women get dismissed a lot when oh, they yeah. make claims like that, and, and, and it's unfortunate. But but women are more often the victims of stuff like this, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because men are typically in the position of power because of the way society has been. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's it's just like if if a guy gets raped, the the response from other men is always, "What do you mean you were raped? You can't get raped." Yeah not a thing right so yeah and that's not true but but it's so that's where i was just i was going with it is it's it's a little bit different impact when when a guy says oh you know i went to her room and she was naked okay well i felt uncomfortable okay i believe you but were you not interested like what was the deal there i just i don't see men as being attractive enough that by being naked, they can lure a woman in. Whereas I see men as dumb enough that if a woman is naked, they can be easily lured in. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Yeah. So th- I, that's, you know, again, not dismissing the allegations or the claims or anything. And no, clearly no. she's, she's kind of poopy if she's going to, yeah. she's going to pee on her coworkers. Yeah. So, so what's the ye? <sighs> I say she's trash. Okay. We ended up agreeing. I thought we were going to disagree. No, I I mean, I think she's trash because the stupid fucking Christmas music, all that other stuff's (laughs) icing on the cake. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I do want to point out that you said her mom was white and her father was black Mm -hmm. and that her father was an aerospace engineer. Mm -hmm. That's very uncommon given the time frame. He, so the way I understand it is he actually changed his surname to Carrie to able, to help enable that career. Mm. But so I, there wasn't like a lot of details about, you know. No. And I mean, it's obviously more common now <clears throat> yeah. that you can get a, a position like that regardless of, you know, mm-hmm. whether the term is race or ethnicity or whatever. But given the time frame, there was still a lot of inherent racism built into it. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so she's trash. Trash she is. I'm the trash man. Alright. Uh, I'm ready to move on to Dean's list if you yeah. are. Yeah. I know you you've got a time a time I do. schedule. Yeah, I got a, I got plans here shortly. Um so 
my Dean's list for today. And Dean's list is a top five list. It's very random. It can be anything. Uh, we've done food. We've done music. We've done people, you know, different genres, different things, whatever. So lately, for some reason, uh, I have been getting surfed up on the Tiki Talks. A lot of like wrestling clips, new, old, <laughs> things like that. Just, you know, WWE clips and things like that. Uh, and you know, people giving commentary on, on deep WWE things. So I watched WWE when I was in like middle, early high school, WCW and all that, you know, what all the different brands of wrestling. Um, but I knew it was fake. So I didn't like really get into it kind of deal. Um, fake or predetermined so, um, there's, so there's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. So, okay. Sorry. When it, I, I knew it was like predetermined fake type of activity. It was like a show mm-hmm. almost. Theater or uh, soap theater. opera. Yeah, yeah. Um and I I didn't appreciate that at the time like I think I would now. Like the storylines that they're building and the the physical ability it takes to even get in there and do that. Um, like I appreciate it more now than I did. Not that I, and I've not watched wrestling in fucking forever, you know, <laughs> right. um, you know, but like I have more appreciation for the sport now than I did then because I understand a, what it takes to really build the stories and you know, that they built around these characters. Uh, so my top five list today is the, my personal top five wrestlers, uh, I want to say of all time, but like, I don't know a lot of the of your time it's, of it's top five of my time because I don't know a lot of the newer wrestlers. I know a few of them, but not a lot. Um, and I also don't know a lot of the older wrestlers from some of the original generations. Right. So we're going to call them wrestlers, wrestlers indeed. So my number five is the rock. Uh, he almost didn't make the list because of how I feel about the rock in 2023. Um, so the rock but, is a wrestler, not an actor. Exactly. And that's why he made the list, not honorable mention or off the list altogether because the rock and Dwayne Johnson are two different people. And my beef is actually with Dwayne Johnson, not the rock. That's fair. So, uh, coming in at number four is the ultimate warrior. Now the ultimate warrior I had the fucking plush dolls and the wrestling toys. Like the ultimate warrior was my shit when I was a kid. Um, he should in theory, based on that information be number one, but he's not his, if anybody is listening and has not seen his unhinged stuff, like where he gives the behind the backstage Uh interviews that you don't really know how out of control they were as a kid. And you watch them now and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my number three is the undertaker. Um, the undertaker, because I, I have, I liked him, his character when I was watching wrestling when I was younger, but I've also like, he's just a good dude in general terms now. Like he's the, I've seen some clips of his podcast and just kind of seen some stuff that he posts and like, he's, he's not like the meathead wrestler type, you know, like he's legit, like he's well-spoken. He's, you know, smart. He's you know, he just happens to be a fucking giant and really good at throwing people around. Um, coming to number two, and this is a double whammy, but I'm I'm making them one person. Uh, it's Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. I 
because Good. they're, you know, they're and and my number one and my number two, you could swap them around and I'd not argue with you at all. But you can also have mankind. You could do a three for one. I forgot about mankind was the one I wish I couldn't remember the last character that because I, I forgot he had the, the three characters. Saku. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. With a mandible um, claw. Mick Mick Foley is very much Undertaker esque in his adult life, like what I know of him now. You know, he's a good person, smart. You know, he's got... He's a, he's a fucking legend. Yeah, absolutely. Like, even in the community um, itself, like, it, well, everyone... That's, that's, I think that's what I was getting at with The Undertaker, too, is just, like, they, they, they do stuff in the community, and they're they're just good people, genuinely. But number one is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to identify so hard with being Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, I just... I, I It wasn't me. But God damn it, I wanted it to be me so bad. Like I just Austin three sixteen says yeah. I just kicked your ass. Yeah, I remember a time in like uh, my second freshman year, technically my sophomore <laughs> year. Um, me and a friend that we, we we were friends in like middle school through and in, into high school, and like there was this kid that we we didn't hang out with him, but like we we knew him. He's kind of weird. We didn't really like him, but we didn't you know whatever. But he was super into wrestling, like thought the shit was real like fucking just and i fuck we were standing in front of the class waiting for the teacher to get there one morning and i fucking did like a half-ass fake stone cold stunner on my buddy and this fucking kid thought i was a god for weeks <laughs> like it was the wildest fucking shit in the world um uh, but i think stone cold is also genuinely like a good dude so you know. all of those wrestlers are WWE. You're not even mm-hmm. talking about WCW personnel. It's like because Stone Cold was stunning Steve Austin or something. Yeah. He wasn't nearly um, as big and my WCW is actually my honorable mention and oh, okay. it's Booker Booker T. Okay. So he ended Booker up in the T, WWE. He did, he did well, end up there eventually, but he got and he didn't even start in WCW. There was like some I first discovered Booker T on some like off-brand ESPN late afternoon wrestling show that they were it was like some random thing that they were just putting on in the afternoons on ESPN but it happened to be like four five o'clock after school and like I'd watch that shit that was how I actually originally discovered Booker T okay so and then I I, I don't want to include him because it's not a, a tag team list but uh, his brother Stevie Ray and when they were Harlem Heat was was good stuff too so I don't I don't think I'm familiar with that that's early WCW what the okay f- so. Yeah, I, I think that's a good list. I yeah. uh, I enjoyed McFoley's characters a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably one of my favorite. Oh yeah, the Cactus Jack's always funny. He's like bang bang, mm-hmm. and he walks out doing <laughs> finger guns and stuff. Yeah. Um, ECW was one of the ones that didn't get a whole lot of press. It's where guys, yeah, yeah. you know, Rob Van Dam and and Taz and a couple other people yep. came from. Um, I'm surprised you didn't pick anyone. From the the earlier the Hogan the Andre the Giant Hogan the Macho become, Man the Ric Flair uh, Macho Man no Rick, I never really liked Ric Flair I just didn't like the character the the boy I I don't know I've just never liked people like that anyway so Woo. yeah um, like I, I mean we used funny, to flare chop the shit out of each other yeah. when we were roommates yeah like I think he's funny I just never you know I was never like oh my god I need the the Ric Flair toy or whatever like I you know and no, I just Brett, don't think he's a good Hitman person hard. now. It could have been an honorable mention. Like, there's a lot of people I could have put on the list. Yeah, but the list is huge. And yeah, because I I looked at Sting because I liked Sting pre Dark Sting or whatever the fuck the moniker okay. when he when he changed to the black and white makeup NWO versus the color. Yeah, or whatever. 
Um, but like the, the, the NWO sting fucking ruined sting for me. Hmm. The character himself. Like I just, you know, no, I, I didn't like that shit at all. No degeneration so, X. No, I mean, yeah, no, no razor. We, Ramon. we could be here for, you know, razor Ramon <laughs> fucking, uh, triple H is honestly, I mean, you know, he was always kind of a antagonist, but he, you know, he, he effectively runs the show. Yeah, now. absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think that's a, a fun list. And mm-hmm. I think, I think there are people who have entire podcasts dedicated to oh, the topic. And I think yeah. Louie would, if he was willing yeah. to be on the mic and get comfortable with it, mm-hmm. I think he'd do fantastic. Cause he knows like all that shit from like the fifties on. Oof. That's yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't know about none of that shit, but I mean, like we talked about Jake, the snake Roberts one mm-hmm. time, I think. He was originally on my list. I deleted him when I started remembering other ones. Back in the so it was like Jake the Snake, Sergeant Slaughter, yep. Hacksaw Jim Dugan, uh, Roddy Rowdy Piper, or Ro- Roddy. That was when I first started watching wrestling. But like that generation, the the, the line between dollar them, man, Ted DiBiase, the line between them and the generation that I watched a ton of The Rock and that the Stone Cold that whole generation was very like I came in at the tail end when it really was starting to transition into a lot of those newer guys, so I didn't get a lot of you know, oh. and that may be why Ric Flair didn't appeal to me as much because he was kind of on his everyday yeah, way out. Yeah. So did you did you get to see The Rock when he was part of the Nation of Domination with Farouk? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So that's before yeah. he was like the Brahma bull when he yeah. was just Rocky Mayavia. Oh yeah. No, I don't remember any of that. Wait, or the, that may have been his dad. I, I, I was going to think they may have been his dad, but yeah, that's a good time. You just have to incorporate a uh, juggalo wrestling now. Nope. Whatever, whatever the wrestling division is. Mm-hmm. We got violent J and not Shaggy happening. two dope. And definitely not. Fuck that. I know how <laughs> magnets work. You didn't. You didn't put Doink the Clown in there. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I thought about putting uh, Paul Bearer in there. So I, when you said the Undertaker, I was like, I bet we could do a top five like ring girls, yeah, so to speak. Ring girls or 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 a promoters you know, assist, or whatever yeah, it is. promoters or whatever the fuck they were. Undertaker's got to be at the top. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Yeah, his voice was specific. He played the role mm-hmm. perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. No Yokozuna. No Lex mm-hmm. Luger. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, I'd uh, I'd I'd say I'm ready for for some White Claw Wednesday. Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody <laughs> listening. Thank you so Ain't much. Ain't no laws. <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're on the claws. Uh, so, we uh we appreciate you listening. We will catch you guys next week or in two weeks. Sorry, I didn't mean to get your hopes up. Yeah. I'll see you this weekend. Yeah, you no next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah, we're switching schedules every other week for the winter. Oh. So, yeah. so it'll be next weekend. Where do you... Fuck, I don't remember. We were there last weekend. Ah, uh, so, so okay, the following It would weekend. be this weekend, but we're we're skipping a week to get... I don't even know. ...on the schedule. It doesn't matter. All I yeah. know is the trailer's still here. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll see you later. We love everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Stop it.